Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. Hello, it's Debbie Gilbert here from the Business Awards Show and also the owner of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm joined by Yarmila Yu from Unique Marketing Limited, who's recently won a Silver Business Award at the Best Business Women Awards for Best Marketing and PR. Welcome. Hello. Thank you, Debbie. Delighted to be here with you. Great to meet you, you know, one-on-one because the awards was a bit crazy that night. I don't get to talk to everybody. Um, so it's good to catch up with you. And I'd love to know a little bit more about your business and what made you set it up. Oh, goodness. How long have you got? <laughs> um, so potted story, really. Um, I've been in the marketing profession for some 25 years now. And Five years ago, and I'd been in startup, mid-size, blue chip, uh, two tours of duty, IBM, in fact, predominantly technology marketing. Uh, but five years ago, I, I kind of took a decision that actually for my sort of third chapter in life, I'd had my education years, that sort of chapter. I'd had the building up my career uh, chapter. And I thought for the third chapter, I want to do something a bit different. And um, I thought, you know, what, what should I do? Should I have a complete career, you know, change sort of direction? I thought, no, actually, I love what I do but can I find a different way of doing it? And so I kind of went on a bit of a, a walkabout, sort of thinking about that and finding myself and sort of discovering things about myself. I thought, well, where have I made the biggest impact? And where can I make the biggest difference by practicing my profession in marketing? And I thought over my career, and there were three distinct times when I'd had various roles and I'd made, I'd felt I'd made the biggest impact. And that was when I was working with channel partners of some of those technology vendors. So I was working with SMEs. So whilst I was in a corporate environment, I was working with SMEs and supporting those SMEs. I, I really discovered that they, they were starved of senior marketing leadership mm. and they certainly couldn't afford it on a full-time basis. And so that was what started me down the path of deciding I'm going to create my own business and it's going to support the SMEs. And as I looked into the market segment and I saw the ridiculous failure rate of startups, and then I explored by looking at data from the Institute of Directors, Chambers of Commerce, Federation of Small Business, there were lots of reasons why businesses were failing. And many of them, root cause, you could link back potentially to marketing. Mm. And so it got me thinking, yes, absolutely. That is where I want to spend my time. I want to focus on supporting these startups and the SMEs to help them start up, get those early day successes. Let's see if what, what we can do with one pair of hands to try and minimize that sort of failure rate of them um, and help the SMEs sort of scale and grow. Yeah. And so that's why I, I set up to uh, Unique Marketing to be a bit different, hence the name, it's Unique, uh, to focus in on that segment and to provide board level senior marketing leadership to get the strategy right first 
before there's any expenditure uh, and investment in marketing. And if you point the marketing in the wrong direction, you're just wasting your money. Yeah, just throwing it away, aren't you? Yeah. So in terms of your client base, have you got a mixed um, bag of industries you work with or have you niched in any particular sectors? So early days, I was attracting uh, referrals and clients from the technology sector, because that's my background. That's who was uh, in my LinkedIn uh, connections. Uh, but more recently, we've really diversified. We've been um, actually as a result of winning some awards, I have to say, nod, nod to you there. Uh, we've been winning clients uh, in a range of sectors and marketing is transferable. Mm. Um, and so we've got uh, we've had clients in, in many different sectors. So I'm still with a bit of a technology uh, bias to them. And these days, what business doesn't have a sort of a technology element mm. uh, to how they transact? Um, but uh, but a variety from technology, professional services and even into B2C, not just B2B. OK, interesting. So talking about awards, um, you know, I presume you've always advised clients to enter awards. So what made you, as your business, start entering awards? And tell me a little bit about your kind of award journey. <laughs> well, yes, indeed. So I do always advise clients uh, that they need to have um, a well-rounded marketing uh, plan that includes awards at the right time. They obviously need to show that they've got something that's award worthy. Um, otherwise, they're not going to be too successful in those awards entries. Uh, so I've always advised clients to have uh, awards within them within their marketing strategy. But personally, it's, it's kind of a funny one, really. It's kind of the cobbler with no shoes classic story where we're focused on our client work and doing marketing for our clients and supporting them. But often <laughs> we leave ourselves to last to do that. So I thought, well, actually, I better show my clients that, you know, I'm putting where my money where my mouth is. I'm going to start entering some of these myself. Uh, so I am delighted to say I have been uh, nominated, shortlisted and even won some awards. Uh, but the process is invaluable, even if you're not even not for the, the whole PR value around it. It can really help you with better understanding yourself, your own business, your skills, your products, where there might be gaps in the organisation can be really helpful. Filling in those submissions uh, can be really, really helpful with helping you identify where you need to put a bit more attention and focus within your, your own operational day-to-day -day in your business. So what's been your strategy for which awards to enter? Are you more interested in local awards, UK awards? What's your thoughts on you know, looking at what, what are the best awards for you to enter as your business? Well, my main focus is on supporting the entrepreneur, supporting founders of businesses, which goes back to that focus on startups and SMEs. And so for me, I really want to find the right awards that allows me to get in front of those individuals to really ha it helps me mm. uh, get the message out there that they really need to think about their marketing more very seriously and they need to think about strategy first. So for me, it's about entering the awards where it gives me a platform to get in front of those audiences mm. and to demonstrate to them. The, the importance of strategy first mm. and I do a lot of uh, public speaking I, I get featured in some publications sharing tips tricks mm. knowledge um, and I do a fair bit of mentoring as well mm. for entrepreneurs and so for me the awards I've been entering have been very much linked to CSR 
Mm -hmm. um, many have been more about that than say, for example, the classic um, uh, awards out there like the drum, which are about specific marketing campaigns. Mm -hmm. So I focus more on business awards mm -hmm. rather than the pure marketing campaign yeah. type awards. No, that sounds like really good, um, good strategy. Um, lots of our listeners who listen to our podcast are small to medium sized enterprises themselves, or they might be startups. Um, you've obviously traveled a long road, 25 years is a long time. So if someone's listening to this and maybe going through a few challenges with their business, um, what challenges have you come across over your 25 years? And can you think of anything specific that you, um, techniques that you've used to overcome them? Well, I think the classic one, Debbie, is organisations are needing more than ever to really raise their game. They're needing to raise their profile. Mm. And typically when, when clients come to us, you know, they suffer with some common problems. And that's when they really turn to their marketing is when they feel actually sales are starved of leads and they say, we need more leads. Thinking, okay, well actually let's, let's dial it back a bit. Let's see what you need to have in place in order to generate those leads. And, and, this, and the sales pipeline and its profile. They really need support with raising their profile. And for that, it is a combination of ensuring that they're getting the right message out there. They're telling the right story about themselves. They're putting their best foot forward. And part of that profile is making sure they're visible and they're, they're out there. They're using the tools that are out there and not everything has to cost them lots of money. It's not all a big investment. It might be an investment in time. So social media, for example, is a key way that organizations and people can use to get more visible. As well as, I'm gonna say again, you know, the, the awards, great way to get that profile visibility and to cut through the noise. Um, the marketplace is so competitive in every single segment. So you've got to really work uh, your marketing activity really hard to make sure that you're getting the biggest bang for your buck really um, and focusing on the uh, aspects that are really going to help you raise that profile which will make it easier to generate those leads and make a difference in uh, making some of that pipeline actually turn into sort of one deals. Yeah Miller a lot of our um, winners in our business awards are chosen because of exceptional customer service and so you're no exception to that. Um, so why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about what you do to look after your clients because I think that's quite interesting. Oh, thank you. Um, absolutely. Uh, it's one thing winning the customer. It's another thing entirely retaining them. And the what I built into unique marketing and I've seen some great instances of great customer service uh, over the years in organizations where I've worked and in organizations that I've transacted with and I've bought services from. So I've kind of taken the best of what I've what I've seen and sort of wrapped that into my own service offering. But I believe fundamentally it comes out of value and providing value at every step of that relationship uh, with the suspect who then becomes a prospect, who becomes a high potential customer, who becomes a customer and then becomes a loyal customer. So ensuring that you're delivering value from every single step, from that very first conversation. So our client journey always starts with a discovery call mm -hmm. and where we really want to get to know the client, their challenges, their ambitions, and identifying that there's a real match that we can support them. 
And if we can, we'll continue that conversation. If we can't, there may, there may be others in our little black book that we can direct them to. But it's about giving them real value. And it starts with that. Um, we also run strategy boardroom sessions, our attraction factor strategy boardroom sessions, which we offer um, free of charge. But we do ask for a token uh, donation to a STEM education charity that we support. Okay. We call it a ticket for good. So £15, but they get two hours in a boardroom setting um, on Zoom at the moment. We've moved them all onto Zoom. They're working out very well on Zoom actually. Um, makes best use of people's time. Small groups and uh, they get to think through their, their business strategy, but aligning it to marketing. From that, they can make some changes immediately to what they do. They can decide to continue to work with us or just take the learnings from that session. There's no obligation at every single step of the way. There's no obligation. People that are working with us can continue to, to work uh, with us. And then we offer different stages of um, services, primers, um, brand optimization. Um, and at each step, they can continue or they can stop. They can say, well, thank you very much. That's given me just what I need right now. I can take it from here. Or actually, can you stay with us and, and guide us through to the next stage? So for me, customer service is delivering value at every single step of the way and ensuring that people feel, you know, it's a partnership. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no real sort of forced obligation or, or, or anything like that. Brilliant. Now, I also know judges love businesses that have a CSR policy and are very proactive in supporting others. And you touched on, on this thing the STEM charity that you're working with um, and donating money from your brand discovery sessions. So talk me through a little bit more about that charity and any other CSR initiatives that you, you do. So when I talked earlier about um, this sort of third chapter of my life, I actually wanted to, to do something quite different. And um, my accountant, hopefully he's not listening to this because he, <laughs> he hates this part of my business model, but I wanted to have a big portion of my time that I could donate um, to give back initiatives. Mm -hmm. So the STEM education charity, which is a Surrey-based um, charity called Satro, uh, they provide STEM education to um, school children, many of them underprivileged, uh, to, to inspire them into studying those STEM subjects at school and to show them where those studies could take them. And my goodness, we definitely need more children going into STEM subjects. Um, the future is a lot more science and computing based <laughs> ahead of us. So we, we do need that. There is a skill shortage. Um, so that's, that's one aspect. Uh, other aspects are the pro bono mentoring that I do. So I'm a mentor with Virgin Startup. Uh, with Be The Business, uh, with the Peter Jones Foundation, um, and also with my own professional uh, institution. So I'm a fellow of the Chartered Institute of Marketing and also the Institute of Direct uh, Marketing. And I run mentoring um, for those as well. So each of these organisations, I offer a, a place at a time uh, during the year to, to be doing um, pro bono mentoring. Um, and that is for either entrepreneurs, such as Virgin Startup, or for those that are studying marketing and moving into the marketing profession. So once I'm long gone, um, then it'd be nice to know that I might have influenced uh, some new marketeers uh, to come into, uh, into the profession and get a soft landing uh, into a job uh, in marketing. So that's, that's another aspect. We are aligned with the Sustainable Development Goals as well, and um, I'm a supporter of the B1G1. So everyday transactions that, that we make in our operations 
um, actually uh, generates a, a giving impact. And you can see all of that on our on our website. So actually for, for winning this little beauty, that actually launched uh, an impact, a giving impact, so that we're actually doing good, not just locally in, in Surrey, Satro with our Ticket for Good, but we're also doing impacts uh, that affect uh, globally um, and align to goal eight of the, uh, the SDGs, which is decent work and economic growth, which all ties back to inspiring and supporting entrepreneurs uh, to be successful because uh, they're the lifeblood of the economy. We need the startups so to succeed. So true. Wow. You've shared a lot of information there and some really, really good key points there about awards, but also about looking after your customers and getting involved with your CSR policy and actually putting some things into practice. Because a lot of people talk the talk, but don't actually do anything. So it's great to hear all of the things that you're doing and how, you know, small impact, small, small steps of, you know, contributing towards other people's development can make such a massive impact so it's great to hear all of that. Well, it's been lovely to meet you today. Thank you so much for joining me. And um, I wish you well and more awards to come your way because I definitely think you deserve them. Thank you very Thank much, you. Jamila. Thank you very much, Debbie. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards Show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.